all things rental property let's talk about it real estate investment property without a doubt you gotta feel this you were tuned in to the rental realist welcome back to the rental realist my name's tyson hill it has been a few weeks and it is good to be back on the microphone and recording a podcast in relation to rental property truth be told I had started recording a couple different episodes uh, in relation to what we got going on right now with the whole coronavirus. And as I would record it, you know, something would change and I would, you know, a lot, there's a lot of moving parts right now. And so I would decide to redo it. So ultimately what I've decided to do is record several just bite-sized episodes that are, you know, where we can talk about one thing. They're going to be a little bit shorter, but hopefully I can pump these out a little quicker as you're trying to navigate through this with your rental property. What we're going to talk about today is the stimulus package that was signed by our president last Friday, which would have been March 27th. This is a $2.2 trillion package, which is now called the CARES Act, which stands for Coronavirus Aid Relief Economic Securities Act. This is an 880-page document, and on page 560, it starts talking about rental property, and the impact that this act is going to have on renters, investors, etc. Now, I did not read through this, but I, I have gathered as much information as I can. Full disclosure, I'm not a real estate attorney. This is my own opinion interp- and interpretation of this act and how it's going to impact investors and renters. However, if you have any questions or want absolutes, I would definitely recommend consulting with your real estate attorney. So what does this mean for investors? What, How does this act in, impact us? Number one, the, the first question you need to figure out is like, what kind of loan do you have on your property? Now, if you don't have a loan, then this will not impact you at all. Now, if you do have a loan, you need to figure out what kind of loan you got. Any federally backed loan will be impacted by this. And so what that means is if it's an FHA loan, VA, USDA, any type of HUD program, or any loan that is secured by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac will be impacted by this. My guess is if you have a loan on your property, uh, you are probably tied to some type of government program. Most loans are backed by, by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. And if you're not positive, you can call your lender and ask them. You can also just Google, is my loan uh, backed by Freddie Mac or Fannie Mae or, or, or some type of variation of that. And you can actually go to the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac website and you can type in just some general information and it will tell you if you are tied to those government agencies, which you most likely are. And for those that don't understand what those are, those are government programs that encourage banks to lend money. Uh, they back up. Uh, the loan so that banks are comfortable to lend you money. So if you're tied to those programs, now you're tied to what the government says you can and can't do. So as of Friday, for 120 days, you cannot evict your tenant. Not only can you not evict your tenant for non-payment of rent, you can't charge any type of fees, anything like that. You can't even serve a non-payment of rent notice. So this takes a lot of options away. And this is this is kind of a hard one to swallow. 120 days is four months. Now, obviously, I think they can reverse this if things get better. I don't think this is like in stone, but from 
you know, I don't, I don't know that things are necessarily going to get better. And my recommendation is probably, probably plan for the worst. So there's nothing you can do to get rid of a tenant at this point. If you have a loan like this, now, if you don't have a loan or if it's a private loan, this does not apply to you. You can still move forward, um, as normal. However, there's probably your state has probably done something to protect renters as well. I don't know what every state has done, but I know what my state has done. The state of Arizona, our, our governor signed an executive order about a week ago that he also placed 120 day hold on evictions. The difference is we can still serve a non-payment or rent notice. We can still set a court date and obtain a judgment from there when you file the writ of restitution, and what that means, if you're not familiar with that term, that's when the tenant is supposed to be out, they're not out, you already have the judgment, and then you you basically get the constable involved to remove the tenant. From my understanding, at that point in time, it's the constable's decision whether they remove the tenant or not. If the tenant can provide proof that they have uh, contracted the COVID-19 virus, or someone in their family has, or they've been ordered by a medical professional to quarantine for 14 days, or they have lost a job due to COVID-19, then they are protected for 120 days. Interestingly enough, though, that doesn't mean that they don't owe the rent. So the second our governor lifts that order, they're going to be gone, and they will have to move out. The same thing with the the stimulus package. My interpretation is they still owe the rent. There's just nothing you can do about it. And so we've thought long and hard about how to navigate this and how to handle this. And so I'm sure there's going to be tenants who try to take advantage of situations like this. And then there's going to be some tenants who legitimately are in trouble. The, the unfortunate part is most of my clients that I've talked to are they're good people. I think they would have worked with their tenants anyway. Now the government's just kind of forced everyone's hand on this. So if a tenant comes to me and says, I can't pay my rent and there's nothing you can do, you can't kick me out. My, what I'll say is, yeah, you're, you're correct. You have protection right now, but I think there's, there's two ways to go about this. You can just completely not pay rent. And when this thing is over, then you're you're gone. You're going to be looking for a new place to live, or let's try to work something out. Let's let's see if we can work something out where maybe we need to de- defer part of the payment, uh, reduce some rent, whatever it might be. We we'll, we're going to treat this kind of case by case. But I think that is the the best option. Obviously, if somebody gets in a spot and there's nothing they can do, then there's nothing they can do, and and there's nothing you can do as a landlord at least for 120 days until something changes. Um, if you get in that type of spot, I I have not dug in to see what kind of protections there are for, for the homeowner, for the property owner, but I would guess that because you have a federally backed loan, uh, the same thing's going to apply to you. I don't think your lender is going to be able to foreclose on you or anything like that. So if your tenant can't pay rent and you're in a tough spot, I would recommend calling your mortgage company, explaining the situation, and I'm sure they have some type of deferment or forbearance uh, to give you some type of temporary relief while you're dealing with a tenant who isn't paying rent. Uh, This is an absolute trickle-down thing. Um, 
you know, just an unfortunate situation for everybody. But I, I do, you know, if there is a silver lining, if you do have one of these federally backed loans, uh, my guess is you you have some protections in there too. My focus is on the tenants because I own a property management company and we're dealing with hundreds of tenants here. So that's what I'm focusing on. Even my own uh, rental properties, we're, we're trying to figure out the, the best way to navigate through this. So that's that's what's new. That's what we're up against. So again, uh, my recommendation is try to treat business as normal. If a tenant gets in a tough spot, see if you can work something out prior to just them saying, yep, yeah, I'm not paying rent. You can't do anything for four months. I think if a tenant understands that, you know, in at the end of this, you there's a chance you might have to move, then maybe they'll be willing to work something out with you rather than just, hey, I'm not paying for four months and and you can deal with it as a landlord. Now, obviously there's situations we nobody wants to see but somebody get kicked out, especially in, in something like this. So if somebody truly needs help, they truly need help. And that's what this is for. And But what we're trying to do is the tenants who are still have the ability to work or still making an income, you know, we're trying to avoid those tenants just saying, I'm not paying rent because they're trying to take advantage of a situation. So good luck with all that. And again, if you have any further questions, I'm sure there's there's all kinds of stuff on a local level that will help uh, help you just kind of navigate through uh, your local laws and, and how things are going. And, and at the end of the day, contact an eviction attorney or a, a real estate attorney. Those guys are, I would imagine, pretty dialed in on this stuff. And we will continue to post some episodes that, that relate to COVID-19 and, and rental property. And good luck with all that and stay safe out there. And we will see you on the next one. Mm-hmm.